take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. Look at that, he actually counted us in this. Hey, holy shit. This might be the least awkward we've started the show yet. See, but you said that, and that made it awkward? No, it didn't. No, it didn't. You saying that that made it awkward made it awkward, because now you're... See, no, it didn't. Really you sad. saying that he made it awkward, that because he, he said he made it awkward, made it awkward. <laughs> we gotta break this chain. <laughs> God damn it. You're all so fucking awkward. <laughs> we are awkward. That's why we don't do video anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's see, let's see. <laughs> Things things may change in the future, uh, dear thirty five listeners. Oh yeah, we love you guys. <laughs> it's, All thirty five of you. Thank you for for miraculously sticking with us. If you actually have, I don't even know. You may have Tom. all dropped off. Tom, what are our, what, how many listens do we get a week? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> not, we're talking to nobody. It's not a very good thing to talk about on, on air. We don't. We're, we're working on it. Yeah, we are. We are. Mm. But the people love us. <laughs> oh yeah, the people clearly. Our our podcast is fantastic. Okay, let me tell you, it's just like it's the most wonderful fan podcast I think I've ever heard in my life. Have you listened it's, to our podcast? Oh, I can't say that. I, I'll plead the fifth. <laughs> God dear God, I've at so, least listened to an episode. The- yeah, no. <laughs> Ron Cruz, how was your week? Uh, I've been healing from my flesh wound. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're still crying. And that's fucking fine. It just itches now like a fucking bitch. Um, other than that, I've been homebody. Uh, <laughs> I haven't really been doing shit this week. Went to the beach. Did like the first summer thing this summer. In August. In August, exactly. <laughs> went to the went to Wildwood for a little while with some people. Signed out there for for the day. But yeah, no, this has pretty been pretty much the laziest fucking week I've had all year. Kind of loving it. What about you? What did you do? Well, let's let's go down the line. I don't want to. Oh well, I mean, like, played a lot of No Man's Sky this weekend. I uh, went to bed on Friday night with a little twinkle in my eye because yeah. I knew in the morning I would get up about the same time I get up every weekend because fuck that sleeping and run over to Matt's, grab the PlayStation Four, and then over to GameStop. And then I went and saw Phil at the vape shop. Yes. That was pretty sweet. I picked up a Relo, uh RX200 for a very reasonable price. So if you're in the area, Brooklawn, Belmar, Runnymede, essentially, what is that? Fucking Camden County? Yeah, pretty much. Check that shit out. Prices are great. Uh, actually, driving up here... Um, I get a ride with Eric right now, and his brother called him up. He stopped over at uh, the shop, and he was raving about the awesome prices on juice. Yeah, he picked yeah, up. He picked up a bottle of Humble. Oh, word! Yeah. So yeah, one twenty mil for twenty five. Anyway, that sounded a little bit uh, salesman-y. Let, let, me, uh, let yeah, me retract. This is not but a sponsored bit. It's appreciated nah. though. Yeah, the machine. <laughs> They're not paying us anything for nope. this. But they're cool dudes. Um, Good people. Yeah, picked up a new mod, picked up a new game. and uh, Yeah, my week's been shit, but the weekend was pretty fucking awesome. So, 
Word. Tons of, uh, I've been listening to almost exclusively Lifeless and then <laughs> otherwise just putting my phone on uh, shuffle. So, you know, like Tycho and and stuff like that. Um, probably Jason. Mm. Uh, yeah. No Man's Sky is both exactly what I thought it was going to be and... I don't know. I mean, maybe it's more the fact that actually getting to do a majority of the things that they promised us are a lot of fucking fun. Like, getting into a spaceship, flying out of the atmosphere when you feel like it, like, to a space station, that you feel like, for no reason other than because I want to. No, no Man's Sky? Yeah. Because, um, like, from what I've seen... From what I've seen of it, like visually, especially in like the menu stuff, it, it reminds me of Destiny. Because yes. I, I heard that was also like I heard that might. But have been it does a part of, like, what Destiny lied about. Exactly. Like it it looks like the the half of the game that Destiny promised it would be didn't deliver on. Yeah, I mean to, to clarify for anybody who's just like lost and waiting for the medal, um, Destiny was a game you're probably f- maybe familiar with. Came out about a year year and a half ago. And it promised things like space flight and, you know, uh, just a more comprehensive... I don't know. Let's call... They promised a game. And when the when this title released, it had fragments of an attempt at a storyline. I mean, it wasn't very descriptive. There was a scene in the game where an NPC turns to you and says, I, I could tell you the history of all of this stuff but I'm not going to and then moves on you don't remember that? yeah no I do it was, also, it was mind boggling there was that's, also, the that's the greatest thing I've ever heard it, it'd be better to completely ignore the fact wow. that you're not giving a backstory but to like acknowledge the fact that like, it exists it's written but eh, we're not going to bother there's also a segment DLC hasn't get, like, been released yet so we can't charge you for this information that's what's, there was that one cutscene where like you ask for help for from like that one lady or whatever and then they're eventually like okay you came out for us but know that in time I will call on you and for the rest of the game you don't hear from that bitch and that's because that's probably going to be DLC wow it's yeah, obvious yeah. like this is it reminds me of what I've it, been hearing about Suicide Squad in the sense that you can tell clearly where they pulled things out in post to charge money for it or that there was a full, rich storyline there that just got ganked. I don't know about that. Honestly, like... You didn't see the, any of the, cause the, the uh, leaked videos that actually showed cutscenes that we never got? Still uh, never got? The, the, the thing about it, I feel like some of the holes might still end up being there because at the end of the day, it's still like... Like, the, the plot in general is still flimsy in the sense that it's Amanda it's, Waller gathering I, a team of, like, who gives a fuck bad guys to go... Oh, oh Suicide Squad? We're talking about Destiny. Oh. Oh, yeah, sorry. Destiny, I mean, okay, so to end that tirade, like... Uh, Oh, no, go ahead. They they promised a similar thing to No Man's Sky in the sense that there would be planets other than the ones in our solar system. There would be things to do other than, like, a Halo-esque style... Shoot'em up. Shoot'em up. Yeah, it just, it was... People like it, it was bad. Sorry, you're wrong. I, uh... I, look, man, you want all this shit to stop? You want them to stop fucking you? You, you want gotta stop them to buying the games. Stop, stop pre-ordering games. Yes. Never, ever, ever. Why the fuck 
Why the fuck would you pay for something that's not even close to done? They start pre-orders sometimes a fucking, like, year before a fucking game comes out. Yeah. What are you paying for? And look at how many, look at how many times it's fucked gamers. Look at how many yeah, times I, people have gotten fucked. Since the very first time I've heard of DLC, I've said to myself, this is going to, this is going to be what kills gaming. Yeah, <laughs> don't pre-order shit. Don't give them money to, to have done nothing. And don't be, fuck DLCs. Stop yeah, paying yeah. for them. Uh, it, it, take everything the fuck offline. Take it all the fuck offline. Yeah. Because when we got, when shit was on fucking CDs and cartridges, it either came out fantastic or it came out shit they and their sales away, bombed. They took away split screen gameplay from us. They took yeah, away fuck split that. screen Why, from why us. wouldn't they? That was like that. Destiny was the first flagrant fuck you to anybody that thinks we were going to deliver on our promises. I mean, we went out and bought a new controller. We took off the next day of work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, me and Frank sat down and started the game and realized that there was no option for split. There was no. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're, we're coming hot off of playing like Borderlands and whatnot. Yeah. Borderlands was like they're taking you know, they, they like they game, gave you a full game, a full flesh. I don't out. think does Call of Duty and all that have split screen anymore. I don't think so. Call of Duty does. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe Battlefield does, but that might actually just be because of optimization. Like if you split screen Battlefield, it might just not work. <laughs> um, that's that game asks for a lot more than Call of Duty, but like. I don't know about the new Halo. Because I is, remember reading mostly, an article not too long ago. Mostly fuck you Activision. They're the like biggest proponents of all of the... F- they're, they're doing this first. They're you know, monetizing on, on uh, crates, like loot crates. Like booster packs for a video game. Which I think is an asinine way to approach asking people for money. Like, here, you want some random fake things that if your save data ever deleted it would be gone there's no actual material value mm-hmm. here but give me cash yep <sighs> yeah man but, it, <laughs> but it, it's one of those things like uh like you, you could call me a hypocrite because i pre-order albums all the time but here's the thing even with these fucking gaming companies you're not even getting necessarily the same team yeah. From one iteration of the game to the next. That's very true. Because fucking With developers are are underpaid and overworked. It's an it's an incredibly uh, fucking it's it's a difficult field. There's no fucking job security, so people fucking people hang us all the time and say fuck this. So like, I look at what happened with Diablo three, the game that we waited on for a fucking decade. And oh god, and it just was a it just fucking three, the floor fell out immediately. Three uh, yeah, well what happened? they they fucking shut down a whole department. They shut they fired everyone well, who was working on the game and then just did it. It was like a tragic launch. You couldn't get on the game for over over 24 hours, I think. Yeah. So everybody that went out and waited 10 years had to wait that extra 24 hours and it was just salt in the wounds. I mean, and then you played the fucking game. <laughs> yeah, what a disaster that was! It was just disappointment. Oh, I couldn't describe it with Bridge the next hour. The what they used to the golden age of games. Well, okay, so getting back to No Man's Sky, I think for a team of twelve, an indi- like an indie company, mm-hmm. now they asked sixty at release. Um, did it release at sixty dollar value? No, from what I I've heard, no, it didn't. But they had a a day one or day two day one massive patch. That seemed to f- 
attempt like they they it seem like a few things but not, there are still bugs they, yeah but i mean if the company keeps putting work in at the rate that they have acknowledging the fact that they got sort of the upfront investment from the people that all bought the game mm-hmm. you know One if they th- keep de- if they keep developing the game if they support it then i think this could be a very great game because I'm having a ton of fun. One of the things that I, one of the, like the bugs I heard about the game that's still like in it because <clears throat> um, the game boasts that it's so massive <clears throat> that even though it's online, that that you're rarely ever going to run into other players. I don't know if any of that's <clears throat> true. That might have been some of the stuff they were a little bit overzealous about. Um, they, I'm not. They never flat out said those words. No. They okay. they kind of danced. They, they heavily implied it to the point that yeah. I thought that was going to happen too. Mm-hmm. But from what I understand, it's currently, not online. It's currently, from what I understand, it's an instance based game. So everyone creates a RNG instance when they get to a certain point in the game, and from that point on, you're playing your own galaxy. I don't know if that's true. That is true. There there have been players on Reddit who have been for the <coughs> spot in the game. Yeah. And they did not see one another. I'm not. I mean, you you can find and you find and acknowledge other people's discoveries, and it gives you the information of that player that made those discoveries. That's that's about it. So Real what Tom quick, said because you can't really hear him is yeah. I was that, gonna say, can people hear him? No, from when I've listened back, not usually. Uh, he Tom said that you all develop your own instance of the game, and it's uh, unique to each other. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, in, in, I think what he was, uh, it, it sounded almost more like, um, it's online in the sense that if you go to a planet that somebody else has discovered and named, it'll show up in your thing, but the you, discovery base is online. yeah, the discovery base. So like when you discover things, um, that is unique to you. However, um, the, he said there, there have been play, players who on Reddit who have gone to the same planet, the same location and not seen one another and not named it. And not seeing the name change. No, or, like you want, like say Ron. Yeah, like you playing discovers so, a planet. So Ron discovers a planet. It, he names it. Does everything there. Say Frank. Then finds, finds the same later. instance. He's, yeah. going to, he's going to see all the information's already there. And yeah. Ron, and Ron's player name and all that shows up as the, the person who discovered it. So you're saying that but if we're both on the planet at the same base you right not, next to each other looking each other. where we each you other don't, should be we wouldn't see each other okay. so like multiverses yeah More like or less. if we were all sitting That's in the kind same of what room I'm getting, but like none of us saw each other deal. essentially the trial that you leave is going to be the planets that you name and I'm still fine with that because what we're as far as the mechanics in the game right now that's kind of cool too yeah as far as the mechanics that we have in the game right now there's no interaction you could have really had with them anyway except for like some trading trading yeah. or, or to like kill them take their ship yeah but there love, is no there's I would love if there was like a more of a piracy aspect to that game there's no perma ship destruction yet there's no like hardcore mode yet um but like i said uh they seem like they intend to support it they claim that they're going to add a storyline and endings and all this shit that they, they never even said they were going to do in the beginning mm-hmm. so if we get some sort of a combination of what they promised and some other things, I feel like it'd be more satisfying even if they just had like a base building element, like things like that. Like, though, of course. But I mean, like I said, for a twelve-person team, I'm happy with oh. what I got. Because, yeah. yeah. like Phil said, I mean, normally we're talking like fifty to a hundred or more people working on a game, and like there's a whole branch dedicated to just, you know, like chairs or something. 
the furniture yeah, and like that's that's real shit. So, Frank, Frank, how was your week? How was your week? My week was pretty good. I also did a quite a well. To be fair, I did nine days of work in a row. That was not awesome. That was terrible. Uh, but in between working, got to uh got to do a lot of grinding in Dark Souls three. Nice. Yeah, I've got like over twenty hours in in that right now. I'm like level eighty. Uh. On that, uh, got to play a little bit of Magic, a little MTG. You said you've been listening to a lot of Ringworm. Ringworm. Ah, uh, yeah, we'll be getting to that yes, um, in a in a in a returning segment a little bit later. Get pumped. Yeah. Are you ready, people? Are you? There you go, Tom. That'll be the name of this episode. But I can't say it right now because that'll just be spoils. Yeah. yeah. I will do a spoiler when uh, yeah. the episode. What? They've already read the name of the episode. That's true, but just god <laughs> damn it. No. <laughs> just, damn it. He's spoiled me. Alright, whatever. <laughs> right. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just shut up, god damn it. But in the note of um video game, I guess, errors, I've been I've been doing some PvPing. And originally I was using a greatsword. And I was getting very upset. That people with straight swords are outreaching me. Sounds like you need a greater sword. <laughs> Apparently, for whatever reason, because like there'd be moments where I'm rolling, and they just crack me, and I'm yeah. like, they're nowhere's near me, at all. Oh, is there like a, a phantom range? A straight swords, for whatever reason, pretty much outrange everything. Mm. So there's something that they have done horrifically wrong. Dark Souls. Um, from what I've gathered in Dark Souls, great swords usually aren't good for PvP in general. Like they, they know, but people, because they they it's, nerf it's, the it's, poison there's two camps. There's like your big, like here's beat the, down. Here's the problem great with that though. Users. In previous Souls games, you had pulleys to yes. help you withstand. Yes. They nerfed the pulley system. Still. Yes. So what do you mean, like? Before, why? if you had so high, yeah, so, if you had high so pulleys, you can't you can't like like increase your poise? You can. But it doesn't have as much as effect as it used to. What you used to do back in the day is if you put on a bunch of heavy, heavy armor. armor and you had a heavy weapon, you could just swing through getting stabbed by a little You would take longsword. the damage, but you would stay standing yeah, yeah, yeah. or stable. Now you just stagger. No matter what. Like you, get it's, you have to... Be blocking it, pretty much? Not keep blocking it. You have to let your swing get past a certain you point. You have to get really good at shield parrying. That And that's... you. With a that type of build, you don't want to shield parry. You want to two hand. I'm um, smash your face and. Yeah, yeah. I could see that being problematic. Like they, well, they, and they. Apparently, it says once you get to the meta level, you can only use a straight sword, pretty much. Pretty much. Like. Or like the 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 rapiers. Right. That's a straight sword still. Still. Like, Alright. Yeah, yeah. Like um. I remember in, in, in 2 right now, I have, like, the poison stinger or something like that. It's just mm -hmm. it's exactly what it sounds like. Just poison, little stabby sword. No, I'm getting the ass. same AR out of a uh, greatsword right now that I was with my almost maxed out greatsword. With your different build? Yeah. Mm hmm So you've got more of a scaling potential. You shouldn't, though. Cause, well, the main problem is when they nerfed the... Uh, Poise. 
Oh, well, they nerfed the poise. There was a ultra great sword that did like high damage. Uh -huh. It was also like twenty five pounds. Oh uh, wow! Yeah. So yeah, it's great. They nerfed Perfect. the damage. No reason. There was no reason for it. You had a super... It, the, the, it, pros and cons. It's going to take up most of your fucking carry weight. It does a shitload of damage, but you won't be able to move. Like, yeah. Right. It's perfect. Now you can get... Uh, a straight sword that does more damage. Not more, but like... Comparable. Yes. And swing many more times. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah. I mean, I switched to the dark sword. Of course you did. <laughs> well, I mean... Someone it's Dark Souls, so if there's a UMP or like a the weapon to use, I'm gonna probably go with that. Uh someone actually on a I think it was on Reddit. <laughs> Let's say someone posted a topic like, oh, what what gem is the best gem to fuse with the Dark Sword? And someone's response was you can fuse my foot right up your ass, you <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> I want somebody to make I just had this thought, I want somebody to make a compilation of all the times I've said I'm dead. Because I'm pretty sure I've said it a lot on recording now. All right. Probably. So, Prince, probably. my week has been shitty work, but then Dark Souls, mm. uh, a little bit of magic, and Ringworm. Nice. And but delicious beer. I had a bad week outside of the work. Yeah. Mm. But, Phil? Oh, man. Uh, I am, what day is it? Uh, um, dude, uh, my like my schedule's so fucking weird, and I'm always just jumping from one thing to the next, so I don't even remember half the fucking week. <laughs> I'm still in post-fest funk. Like, that's still a thing. So I'll definitely be at Madball on Friday at Underground Arts. Oh, nice. Because I need to be near a pit. I need that noise. I, I need all of it. <laughs> all of it needs to... I just need to fucking... Sub what words? <laughs> submerge myself in that environment. Do you want again. me to just like stand next to you and scream? That it's and I can sweat a lot. I kind of understand what you're saying though, because it's been a rough time since I've been to the show, putting up with people's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, man. Especially <laughs> after I mean, you were there for two days, which is still awesome. I'm yeah. like, I'm so fucking pumped. You finally made it out, but um. Four days of that. Four days of an atmosphere just surrounded by other people who, like you said, there's there's such a a, a huge collective of fuck you at that festival. Yeah, it you feels know, so good. No one's tolerating any sort of bullshit. Angst. <laughs> like you know, it's and you're just you're surrounded by your people. Like yep. everyone gets it. And then I just I get out of that and I go back to yeah, you know, like I deal with a lot of people that I like, but none of them have any understanding of of that of that sort of culture or that atmosphere the atmosphere that i'm at the most other than here which is obviously work is like hey the guys are cool and all but like it's fucking prison in the sense that like you know people give each other shit to test each other instead of like like a camaraderie or a, or a group goal or like it just is the exact opposite of where we were so like yeah. to remember how things could be or slash how awesome that fest was for four days or for two days for me it's difficult <laughs> readjusting <That's>, yeah <laughs> I think that's the way I felt after the last two mag fests that I went to like when that ends like there, there's a bummer because like there's a thing something about just waking up playing video games and being around like 
a bunch of nerds that are all into the same shit as you, and then when that ends, you're like, I don't want reality. I don't like it. That's the thing, man. I, I was getting used to, you know, twelve o'clock. I'd be, I'd be there. There'd be a fucking, there'd be a pit already. Like, yeah, it's a. I took a video of it. It's on my Insta. It's like, we got there. We got our bar seats, and I'm just like. My goodness, it's 12.30, <laughs> this is most people's time they get up, and they're just in the pit. Going hard warm, as going shit. Going hard, but it's like, you could tell it's like the warm-up, because there was like just enough people that anybody should be impressed, but it's still like, not a thick pit. Right. Like, it's just impressive how... Obviously, how they can kick. <laughs> no, it, how at twelve thirty after they probably just got in the door, they're in the pit, like yeah, beelined probably straight to the pit, and they're immediately. And these are people who were probably on their fucking third day of the fest. A lot of people who had been there for two days already, you right. know, had had been in the pits for a shitload of other bands. The hashtag just, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> um. So yeah, there's there's been that uh, a lot of Ubering. Which mm-hmm. uh, is uh, just a strange experience, man. It's it's really weird picking up strangers. I imagine they it it, it really it runs the gamut from like very awkward. Like I'll get some people who get in the car and literally never say a word, and That's then they'll just, like say, <laughs> they'll just say they'll just say weirdo. They'll just say thank you when the ride's done, and it's like all right, cool. Um, and then I get other people who are very talkative, uh, which I always appreciate. Hey, uh, you uh, like butt sex? <laughs> I, I I haven't gotten that yet. I've had uh, I've had a few very Blaze? interesting drop offs. Uh, <laughs> a couple drop offs in North Philly, like oh shit. Oh, and I mean in the fucking in the Badlands, man. I it's a, I was way up off of. Uh, I did a drop off yesterday, way up off of Aramingo on fucking Orthodox Street, which <laughs> I've never heard of in my life. Um, you know, it, it's. I wonder who thought that'd be a great idea. It's funny because I I I, uh, I, I picked these these two women up, and uh, I had a feeling like as soon, you know as soon as I saw them, I was like, all right, I like escorts. No, 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 no. I don't know. They were very sweet, very nice girls. But like, I, I, as soon as it popped up on my fucking GPS, I was like, oh, fuck me. Oh yeah. And the thing is, I've done a couple drop offs, and you know, I've been on on Federal Ave in Camden, but that's not too bad. You're right near Fairview. Uh, I've I've been in other parts of of North Philly, West Philly. I'm not even fucking worried. I fucking grew up hanging out around West Philly, but like. I looked at this shit and I was like, the the first time I had a drop off in North Philly, I'm I'm heading up Broad Street, and at one point I'm like, holy shit, I haven't turned off yet, and I just start scrolling on the GPS and I'm like, oh, there's Cecil B. Moore, there's this, there's oh Lehigh, like beautiful, like way up past Temple, <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, so that one was interesting, but this one, man, this is. We had to get on the highway to get there. We were way past Lehigh. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, man. This is going to be fun. used to get some of my best nugs at Temple. <laughs> <laughs> best, best chicken nuggets, right? Shout out to Temple. <laughs> Whatever. 
But oh, uh, just an Uber story. I also uh, tried my first book. Buddy of mine said like he he had gotten an Uber ride and like him and the Uber driver they were talking. It was like the guy's like first day of doing it, right? And like he said like one of his opening like things was like so yeah what's going on with this Trump guy? And it's like this is your first day. He's like you're gonna really have a, a real like bad awakening <laughs> if you keep this shit up you're asking too many inflammatory questions <laughs> shit's gonna go wrong one time yeah <laughs> no 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 I'll, I'll you know what the fuck like, you're, you're giving stri- rides to a stranger who used yeah. the internet to summon you like you don't just talk start talking about like uh, that's politics a, I've, I've, I've had conversations straight into politics that's my opener I've had conversations <laughs> that have gone that route so who are you voting for because people just talk to me and that's cool that's fine yeah, you that's know, but thing. Better but not be like, yeah, one. to just do that. Opener. Look, man, I pull up. They get in the car. I I ask them for their name to confirm, uh, and I just you know, I'll say how you doing, good. How you doing? I'll say something. If they immediately pull out their phone or some shit, I'm like, all right, they don't want to be bothered. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. oh, you're looking at porn. <laughs> <laughs> just starts beating it. Yeah. So my idea. <laughs> Like you haven't had anybody like like any like horrendous customers or anything yet? Not yet. Oh. Uh, you know, I'm I'm trying to be real care. I generally stop at midnight cuz there's still money to be made, but uh I don't I'm I'll drive your asses to the bars. Mm-hmm. I'll let some other I'll let some other asshole pick you up. So yeah, lots of Ubering, lots of programming. Uh, it's all I fucking think about anymore. Uh, and other than that, just fucking a lot of listening to shit from the fest. So. I need to. I need data. <laughs> I need data. Oh, I I got you. Yeah, I got like seven more days. Seven days. My can you like Wednesday? So can you, can you download shit over your Wi-Fi so you at least have it on the go? Yeah, why don't uh, I don't know how I could get like, for example, lifeless because they don't have Bandcamp. Oh, so I'd have to probably order that and wait. Um, I'm not sure what the story is with Malice at the Palace. Now, see if you go through one of the cert, like I use the fucking the Xbox. Uh, music, so I guess I think they call it Groove now. I pay ten bucks a month for that. Or if you go through like Spotify, you know, just as a way to have it on the phone. Like right. I'm still gonna buy copies of the albums, but like I can't use those when I'm on the go. So like, yeah, using a service I mean, like that's a good way to be able to download shit. I guess I could rationalize it that. A subscription to Spotify would be like a small percentage of my monthly income. I haven't been thinking about it that way. Like ten dollars is like point five percent of my. Especially when you consider how much you're gonna use it. Yeah. Right. Right. No. I mean, it's not like. And honestly, like the free, even the free uh, version the, of Spotify the is free still pretty awesome. Is tolerable. Yeah, but I, I think when it's free, you can't, you don't have options like making things available offline. That's, that's what I'm saying. No, you're it, right. That's I think yeah, Spotify right. does offer offline play. Yeah, play. yeah. It, does. it does. That's what I'm for saying. Paid for, for the paid service. Uh, maybe I'll have to do that tonight. That's why it might be worth it for you because I don't, it, I don't yeah. know. But I know I find most of that shit on my service, 
So I'm assuming it's probably generally on Spotify as well. Yeah, they have a pretty good library yeah. as far as that goes. Actually, let me check. gaming stuff. What do you mean? Spotify added the, uh, the genre, gaming. Spotify has, like, okay, gaming so according music. to Tom. So they have yeah. tons of gaming soundtracks. Now. There's gaming soundtracks now on Spotify. That is, <laughs> that is fucking awesome. Yeah, they do have Lifeless. There you go. Yeah. There oh, that's you only go. a five song. Am I looking at the wrong thing? The What's that? NLFTW. Like Taylor Swift level. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. There's a lot of artists. My only real gripe with things like Spotify and Pandora is that they don't they don't pay their artists. So they can't. I mean, you you gotta understand. Like Spotify hasn't made a dime. They're they're gradually becoming more and more in debt. Um, mm. It's they're probably not going to exist much longer. I've yeah. heard that Who's too. Who's that? Spotify? Yeah. 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 Like Spotify and Pandora, they give the artists a compensation package similar to what they could make off of each song. Like if the song were like purchased individually off of an album, and the reason why, like, the more you're known, the more you're going to end up making off of Spotify because people are you know looking for you. Yeah, and that's why a lot of artists don't make shit off of Spotify because they're not known. Yeah, no, uh, no love for the world should be a full ten track album. Oh, okay, it did show up. Yeah, I found. Okay. It, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, like I said that I use that just so I can have these things mobily because I do. I, I like a lot of the time when I listen to shit is in the car. Uh. That's, this I is mean, also not a paid a paid sponsorship a paid sponsorship. No, 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 no. It's just my justification because I'm I'm not the biggest fan of what's occurring with these services, but it's also it's marginally better than just outright stealing digital copies or like riding off a YouTube clip. Yeah. Until exactly. Like the only reason why we're paying for Spotify is because we can't afford it. You know, the more premium options is buying every album we want. No, well, no, it's, it's no. not only that. I, I buy most of my... Most of the time when I buy an album, it's vinyl. And a lot of the time that comes with a free download code. Some of the times it doesn't. So... What I'm saying is that you're on a budget to where you can't pick up everything you want at once. No, that's so also true. for a streaming service to fill that gap. Yeah, until I can Tom, get there. you need to get yeah. a mic, dude. Yeah. Um, um, so you said that it's hard to pay for all the albums, so it's easier to go with a streaming service, but my my query back at that would be, remember the days when we would hear a song we were really into or, or read about the fact that they were about to release a new CD, and then we went and bought it. Yeah. Because we had to go buy it because there was no other way to jam that shit in your car every day, all day. Yeah, but you know how many albums I ended up not having because I didn't have an option to listen to them otherwise? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I went through a really dark period where I downloaded like a terabyte worth of music. Oh yeah, I, the, we I all did because that. at one point it we was, didn't have jobs. We, well, we didn't well, have jobs. It wasn't as easy uh, as we, we, as going online and one click ordering a fucking album. We like, were the oh. generation that gave our computer fucking viruses out the fucking ass to get our hands on good music. Like, 
That's not how we I'm gave ourselves to, viruses. All I'm trying to say is the it's not the only way. All I'm trying to say is the appreciation is obviously there in a different form. Now we kind of take because of the availability, the plenty. It, well, like, and there's also the fact that, like, yeah, t- Tom has a point. Like, I, you know, um, after last weekend, I've been listening to a shitload of fucking of uh, naysayer, Jesus peace. Um, Malice at the Palace uh, so many fucking bands that like I could not afford just to buy five of their yeah. albums on vinyl which are typically 15 to 20 a pop would cost me almost 100 bucks Yeah. so it's not just me feeling the crunch like even just trying to catch up on the backlog of From the Pit and like going to This Is Hardcore and all the bands that are releasing new stuff that I happen to naturally find out about I can't aff- I cannot afford it and I no. don't really know how to prioritize where I start spending my money for me it's just a matter of when I get the opportunity you know it's like I would I would love nothing more than to have the money to buy every single fucking album that I listen to I'm, I'm sure most of us feel the same way, especially because I just I like having a physical copy. Oh it, yeah, it, I, I you know I feel something with that. Like, um, album art used to be huge. Album mm-hmm. art, yeah, album art's fucking awesome. I love you know especially Sets with tone. I mean, there, there's just so much to it. But yeah, there's no way I I could afford all of that. You know. Uh, Christ, so many fucking bands for that weekend. Uh, True Love, uh, you know, um, Turning Point, who I have been horribly neglectful of over the years. Uh, um, God, I can't even keep track. Uh, Code Orange, I own one of their albums out of, uh, I think, like, three. Um, I want all of them. You know, I want all of them. I, I, I want to have the biggest goddamn record collection on the planet of just fucking all of these bands that I've seen and enjoyed. There's also the fact that I feel a little better in in, in that I, I pay to go to shows. You know? Yeah, and if I yeah. can't afford an album, but they have a t-shirt cheaper, or if I'm there and they don't have music, I'll buy a fucking t-shirt to fucking support them. Right. You know, when, when I saw Harm's Way, it was like a week <laughs> after their band had gotten broken into and all their shit got stolen. Oh, I went and bought the vinyl, I bought a t-shirt, I bought a hoodie, because I was like, dude, I feel so terrible about what the fuck happened. Like, take all of this money, please. Like, I don't want you guys to stop making music. So you just do what you can, you know. Yeah. It's like I, I feel, I'm sure bands feel the same way when they can't get to cities where people are buying their shit and asking them to fucking come out and play. Right. So you know, it's it's on both ends of the spectrum. Like, just do what you can to support the scene when you can do it. Not gonna lie, with the uh, the Bandcamp app, I've been buying physical less and digital more just because. I get it instantly. Yeah, and I can. One of the one of the beautiful things with Bandcamp is that a digital download is always included. Like, yes. even with uh, with some bands, if you buy a T-shirt, they'll yeah, yeah, throw yeah. in like, yeah, here's a digital album. Like, that's fucking great. I think that's killer. And it's that that is that is cool. I can always like, I don't have to wait to get that. Also, I can just okay, let me plug it into my car, and I can start. Like jamming out. Yeah, 
Yeah, Bandcamp's fucking great. I'm thrilled that's an option now, too. But, so anyway, I don't even remember how we got... I think you were talking about your week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know I was. I just don't know how it went down that path, exactly. Yeah. Uh, does it matter? Really? No, no, I'm just, I'm trying to backtrack to, to put us, you know, back on that. Um, we never had a track to be getting yeah, guess, yeah. <laughs> We started cold, we're gonna end cold. That was so heavy. That was heavy. What I have to remember. Born dead from the start. That's a lifeless line. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know. I can't tell you how thrilled I am that you're so fucking psyched over lifeless. Uh, yeah. <gasps> yeah. It just... It, it's yeah. affirm, if, affirming the fact that the hardcore that <coughs> got me into hardcore is still happening. Yeah. Like... I'm 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 bummed you weren't there for Jesus piece. I think you would have fucking loved them. Yeah, someone had made note of their heaviness, so I I feel like I do need to check that out. Yeah, you should. They're fucking killer and Philly locals. Philly so. locals. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was like, is that the name of a band? No. They're, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's why I was like, what? Yeah. Like, first I was like, why is he confused about this? There's only one thing that that means. I, I thought a little too hard. Philly locals. Um, from Montreal. <laughs> there was no. There's some. There's a, a band I think from Russia that's called like the Patco. Oh. Or something. Yo, I would have named my band after. So I was, I was like, did they like come to Philly <laughs> and take train company? That's the best. That's, that's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yes. They were. They were all right. All things considered. Or you could keep it on like. We're called the Blue Line. That's brutal as shit. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, did they come over here and, like, see a show and take that train and, like, leave an indelible mark? I, I, I feel like that's more likely to happen with the SEPTA than the I'd say the Blue Line. Because the SEPTA's fucking heavy. Oh, that's man. what I just <laughs> fucking said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just right, brutal. Let's right. see if I can find it. The huh. name. I remember first time SEPTA taking that. Band. I'm asking, like, someone... I guess kind of saw that I was kind of like, uh, he's like, I was like, my man, where's the like SEPTA station? I just got off Paco. And he's like, oh, it's right over there. I was like, you mean that abandoned looking place? He's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, and you like, you go up to like the woman at the counter doesn't accept money. You have to go to the machine outside to get coins. Yo, and is it me or is the light always off in that station? Like there's someone in there. Oh yeah, but the lights are off. Oh yeah, what and the they fuck is like, that? like you pull out money and they're like, no 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 no, and you're like, oh this is bad. Like they don't want any exchange of money because it's too dangerous. Get out of here with that. Get him. Put it away. <laughs> they want no exchange of that because that'll just cause the violence to happen. Oh god, I remember too many fucking train rides Septa when I was younger. Septa is a four-piece alternative rock band from Odessa, Ukraine. <laughs> oh, it was Septa then. Form, band was formed back in 2006. I don't know that that's the same one I'm thinking of. So Russia, for whatever reason, looking. has a real hard on for Philadelphia trains. <laughs> they, they probably toured here once and wrote it, and we're like, Jesus Christ, all right, we're changing the name. That shit was rough. It's probably <laughs> Keep in mind, on this train ride, am I with my boys? 
no, I'm with my tiny little girlfriend. And I'm like, that's how I took that ride. That's how I took that and, ride plenty of times. And she goes, me, she, she goes like, ask a question about something. I'm like, shut up. We belong here. You don't act like you don't. Yeah. yeah. You're on Scepter's ain't the pack yeah. <laughs> Yes, you know. No, it is not. Oh, boy. This is every day for us. Yeah. Uh, hats off to you, uh, Daily Scepter Riders. I, I do not envy you. Um, anyway. Yes. Enough about that shit. Enough about the brutality. Enough about all that shit. <laughs> uh, Anybody listen to anything new this week? I feel, I feel like I think you kind of went over that. <laughs> yeah, we kind of talked about we, that. We did briefly. We did. Um, we each did very long. Uh, how our weeks we, went? Yeah, yeah. That was that was quite the quite the marathon right there. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to think whether or not it's the proper time for the reintroduction of this or not. Go for Might it. Might be. I mean, because it's. The band I was listening to heavily this week, anyway. That's Do true. It up. We did mention that. Are you so, are you good over there? Do you need another? I do not need another since um, now that I actually have to you know, drive. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to my life. Yeah, it's shit. Yeah. And it is now coming. The triumphant return to brutal bruise. Brutal fucking bruise. It has been a while. It's been quite a while, uh, and I really fucking miss doing this segment. Mm-hmm. But um, and I have to say, I was I was very excited when I when I got your text about your pick for this album because uh, I, I I totally expected you to get into this band. But like mm-hmm. I said, I was expecting you to to really dig a lot of the newer shit. Um, not that the old shit isn't awesome, but it's definitely got. You can really see their hardcore roots. Yes, in that um, it's still very even in that. Oh, it's, it's still very thrashy. Oh, like it's, it's 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 very crossover. It's it's very much um, like the early days of DRI, where you had that solid mix of hardcore and crossover thrash. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what is the goblin? <laughs> before I keep talking about it, I'll let you introduce what we're doing here tonight. Well, today we are doing uh, Ringworms of the Promise, their first album, with Victory's Hop Devil. That's which a is, very um, nice choice. It is. And I'll say the reason I actually decided to pair these two is, if you look at Ringworm, they've been around for, I think it's 23 years. They've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. You listen to that beginning bit, that was aggressive as fuck. Um, they came right out the fucking gates. I was... I was talking to you earlier about the when I turned on that first album, <laughs> and it just, the album just starts off. There is no God, and just starts slamming into it. Like yeah, no build up, no like it doesn't sound like cryptic. It's literally just an, an almost monotone voice saying there is no God, and then boom, right into the fucking and action. Then, how about having your face ripped <laughs> off? Yeah. Uh. It's it's an awesome fucking album. I haven't listened to it in God knows how long. I love the way it's it was, mixed. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because as I was, I was listening to it again on the way over, uh, just to sort of refamiliarize myself. And um, as I was listening to it, I was like, yeah, the production is very much Frank's speed. It's got that. <laughs> it's got that like almost, not quite, but almost like. 
early carnivore or like uh, venom level yeah. production. And like, there's something about I don't know what it is. Um, sometimes in that lower production, bass just shines through. It does, and it sounds so good. And everyone, their bass player's awesome. It's it's amazing. Uh, even the the. Just like the whole approach musically, how they've evolved over the years, mm-hmm. um, from being much more on the the sort of punkier side to like just now they're just fucking heavy as shit. Um, for anyone who's not aware, one of their songs was featured in that uh, in that Secret Life of Pets movie. Yeah, that's a that's a real thing. Uh, <laughs> that's so awesome. That's, that's crazy. I still haven't seen that movie, and now I really, really want to watch this movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this band played the fest this year. They so were pretty cool. Saturday? But, uh... Yeah, yeah, you were there for Ringworm, right? Yeah, yep. wet, later at night? Yeah, they were fairly late into the day. I actually, um, I watched some of the footage. Do you remember what time? I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to place the... Because uh, breakdown stopped happening at, like... I don't know, eight on Saturday? Like, because we started getting into the punkier stuff. Yeah, let me see. I still have all of the... Well, you... Like, Gorilla Biscuits. Uh, but yeah, please, talk about... Um, um, I was going to say... about the pairing here. Well, I was going to say, right before we get on back to the beer, I was watching their 2014 performance at This Is Hardcore, and the singer at one point is like, oh, all right, just to uh, clarify, to <laughs> get rid of any confusion... Those weird bits in between the moshing parts, those are called solos. Ask your dads and uncles about them. Phenomenal <laughs> yeah. quote. Ringworm was the second to last band of the night. They were on at 10.30 right after All Out War and right before Integrity. Okay, so it was like punkier. It's like... Ringworm? Yeah. They're like... No, no they're no. like... They're this like was thrash. Friday, not Saturday. Oh, Friday. Friday was straight bangers. From from start to finish, second to last. So before integrity, yeah. It, oh. Friday was Panzer Bastard, Nomads, okay. Iron Price, yeah, You're like, the Knife, Eternal Sleep, Full of Hell, Haymaker, as Iron Reagan, All That War. As I was listening integrity. to it, oh, the, the way I would that, name the <laughs> Iron Reagan. You said All That War was after Iron Reagan. Yeah, that was we were upstairs for that insanity. That I was, was insanity. Say, um, the best way that I was, as I was listening to, it, was describing. It was like this is. Thrash core. Yeah. That's weird. Um now they were fun. For the beer, we have Victory's Hop Devil, which uh for me personally, uh India Pale Ales and Thrashy music just go hand in hand. They work. Yeah. Because um, they're a little bit more uppity, not they're so They're uppity, like, they're aggressive, like yeah. you never usually have a pal al and go like, Oh that's it's never usually smooth. It's it's got some bite to it. Like yeah, that that seems like from smell alone, it has some bite to it. Mm. I was gonna say, um, the reason I went with uh, this India Pale Ale is because nowadays craft beer is just blown, blown up, and especially IPAs so much that there's like almost like this hop race, right? Where hop bomb after hop bomb. Years ago, this was like the hop bomb. Um, compared to uh, some of the so after that it's not but it's a still fucking great beer now and in comparison to all the uh, other hop choices out there does this have a unique hop or yeast profile 
I wouldn't say it's unique. It's just like do it, you know, do you know what you're getting into? If that was like a blind taste. Yes, it. I don't want to say like hop dev almost like is like the foundation of what an IPA okay. should taste like. Okay. Um, I'd say that's pretty fair. I'd say that's like, pretty accurate, actually. I was saying like you had a have this beer which, a when you pour it, it has like a very nice uh, copper color to it, yeah. off white head which leaves a beautiful lacing in the glass. Uh, it's not as uh, citrusy up front right away. It has a little bit of a sweetness, and then it hits the back you. end. Yes. Okay. Yeah. In the it's... same way, Blue Moon kind of hits. No. No. Oh. I mean, let me yeah. taste. <laughs> we, let's not talk about Blue Moon. Uh, yeah. No. Um. I. 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 I think Hop Devil's an awesome fucking choice because, like Ringworm, uh, it's still as, strong. As much as as things have changed, it is still strong. But Ringworm's earlier shit still holds up. Yeah, I'd say their, I was gonna say their earlier shit still holds up and is aggressive as shit. And the stuff they're putting out now, I uh, actually purchased um, their newest album, which I think came out this month, and they're still fucking hitting you. Yeah, like they're not holding up. They're still swinging with all the uh, the new cats, like. Oh, and I mean better than in most cases. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 so psyched you got into them. I kn- I think I've mentioned them to you a couple times. Yes. But uh, I finally got around to checking them out. I've only checked out like the two albums right now. I have to go. Probably the coming paycheck. I'm going to pick up the. The other album, the one you were talking about, the... The Hammer of the Witch. Hammer of the Witch. Sadly, I don't think Bandcamp has their Victory Records stuff. Right. So I have to just go through, uh, either see if they have it on, like, their site, or... I don't know how that works. Because sometimes when people wind up leaving labels, or if those labels get destroyed, finding those albums can be a whore they're out there uh just uh, depending on you know um what format you want to get them in is gonna depend it's gonna affect how easily obtainable Mm -hmm. they are um but yeah regardless uh i say i mean i've I've said it to you long enough and i'd say you've uh i'd say you've caught the ringworm Yes. It's, uh, <laughs> oh my god. And like the, I think that's the corniest the, thing I've ever heard Phil say. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> it's like, late. I'm tired. That's great. No, that's great. It's, it's also one of those things like thing, the the music aggressive. The vocalist is he's got that nice like abrasive <laughs> style coming at you, and he refers to himself as the human furnace. Yes, <laughs> which yep. is awesome. That's great. Yeah. Um, god damn it, ringworm is awesome. Everybody, seriously, everybody should definitely check out the promise. Just because it's, I don't think their early work gets talked about enough. But um, so fucking good. Check out their new album. Like, uh, what, what was it called again? Uh, Serpent Church. Ser- yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were. Di- I fucking. I fucking love Ringworm. Um, 
And pick up a fucking six pack of Hop Devil, goddammit. What? You it's know, delicious. I don't know. Any any serious craft beer drinkers have had it at this point, but when's the last time you had it? That's, um, it's funny. Even before I could drink, um, like, I remember going, uh, I used to go, like, four-wheeling with my dad, and, like, they'd go in, like, a big group. And when we were at the one bar that was, like, kind of in the middle of nowhere, they had Hop Devil. And this is way well before the craft beer uh, thing. And, like, so when someone would order that, that was, like, like, oh, oh, someone's feeling a little ballsy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and it's still uh, a respectable 6.7%. Yes. You know, um... In today's world of fucking nine percent plusers, may not seem like the craziest thing, but uh, it's still not something you want to take lightly. No. So, eh, anything else to add to that? No, just listen. Pick up, as you said, pick up a sixer of Hop Devil, throw on the Promise by Ringworm, and just enjoy yourself. Ooh, yeah. Well, that was that. Uh, that was brutal so that's, bruise. That's yeah. yeah. That's the thing again. I'm very excited about that. I'm super excited to be doing that again. Um, where do we go from here? We just got something to talk Don't about. Worry about it, baby. Um, we were talking about Suicide Squad before we started filming, but uh, I don't know if we have a segue necessarily. Well, did you listen to anything or? Um. Well. Oh. Well, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. There we yes. go. I was listening to uh, Chemist, um, K-H-E-M-M-I-S. They just, they actually just put out a new album, I believe. Um, they they were they were featured on, uh, in an article on Toilet of Hell's How I I can't remember them. So I'm I feel like sure. that's like your my go to. Yeah, yeah. Toilet, I think that is for metal me. injection for the corny stuff. Toilet was actually talking about Metallica. It was a little weird, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> were they, was it sarcastic? It was sarcastic as fuck. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, it was something like like they had like a quote from somebody saying that like. Metallica says that the people who download their music are, quote, nice guys. I'm like, that was the headline. I'm like, I'm sure it's crazy shit, but I don't have time. Is that addressing my initial beef with them from, like, 97 or some shit? Yeah, uh, not to go too off topic, but when I was working in the vape shop the other night, one guy's... uh, Got his phone hooked up to the fucking Bluetooth speaker in there. And he had the Metallica Budweiser? No, 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 but... (laughs) I wish we could get it over here just so we could follow through with our plan for it, but uh, I, I don't want to spoil that in case we ever do get our hands on it. Okay. So, uh, but he's like, oh, you're, you're the one working. What do you feel like listening to? How about something heavy? And I was like, okay. And uh, I forget what he put on. Oh, <laughs> He puts on Godsmack, and I was like, "Oh goodness!" He's like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" He's like, "Oh, well, what are you into?" I was like, Dude. "Uh, not Godsmack." Uh, and so then he's like, like, "So then he says, oh, how about Five Finger Death Punch?'" Oh, oh, my god. I was just like, "You mean Five Finger Butt Rock?" Like, <laughs> no, man. And he's like, oh, well, like, what, like, Metallica? I was like, early Metallica's cool. And he's like, oh, like, one? And I was like, nah, dude, like, kill them all. Yeah. Like, ride the light, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, They're heavy shit. Mm-hmm. He put on the Black Album. I was like, you know, I'll settle. It's a heavy I'll medium. settle. It's, you gotta up the ante immediately and put on, like, 
I don't know. My, Agoraphobic well, nosebleed? Yeah, so. my, my go-to is either, like, grind or black tongue. Here, here's the funny know. thing. Just he, like, uh, he, oh, somebody. To, to just one-up it to the maximum, basically. Well, so at some point, he pauses his phone, so I walk over to the fucking computer, and I throw on Lifeless. Nice. And he's like, oh, you like this sort of stuff? Uh, do you... You listen to the word alive, and I was like, "The what?" Oh no! <laughs> and, uh, oh no! He's like, oh, "I can't no. believe you've never heard of these guys." So I, my <laughs> friend's real into heavy shit. He introduced me to him. I was like, "All right, I'll check him out." I, no. I I type him in. I'm like, "Anything?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, just put on whatever." I hit this. I hit this video, and it's a bunch of footage from one of their live shows, and immediately it's. Filled with hot topic scenes, too. Yes. The fucking long hair with the yes. blue streaks, and they're all they're pale as fuck in, the bl- in all black clothing. Modern poison. Like, hmm? uh, Modern poison. Yes. I don't even know what that means. Poison. Poison. Like oh oh oh, I got you. Yeah yeah. Every in a way, they're not. It's definitely. It's, it's, it's not. It's not quite like Blackville brides, like but uh, yeah, the the yeah. <laughs> at this point, that's, it that's is true. Modern day. At poison. this point, it absolutely is. I was uh, telling okay. Frank that they were just taking the pussy away from the shows that the pussy should be at. That's one way to put it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very rock and roll. Way to put it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man. I just that sounds I, like a butter way to put it to I, me. It sounds like you're not doing what the bras want. Not that I'm looking this, but I'm just saying, I'm just clarifying. It just uh, it just feels like such a, a manufactured anger. It's so fake, and it's so like there's something so sincere about something like lifeless, where like the dude has dealt with losing people to fucking heroin addiction and all sorts of... Like, that's what the fuck they write about. And I'm listening to this band, and this dude's super whiny, and the guy's like, oh, you you know, when I first heard him, I was like, this isn't heavy at all, and then I got a few tracks into it. I was like, all right, maybe, maybe this is just, like, their their big hit. Maybe there is something there. Just because their fans are shitty doesn't necessarily (laughs) mean they are, right? So... I, I, you I, looked at every single fan so, of a piece of shit, piece of bro, shit, piece I, of shit. So I clicked another video, and 30 seconds in, I was like, nope, nope, not doing it. <laughs> Throwing malice at the palace. I was like, we're, we're good here. Um, holy shit. So there, there's something I forgot to talk about this week. I was introduced to the word alive, and they are now in uh, Butcher Baby's territory for me. Gee whiz. Yeah. Woo! Ooh, is, are you guys familiar? No, I've what? heard of. I've heard. I've of. heard. Of course you have. I, yeah, no, I went to. I've gone to Warp Tour. Yeah, after I think they after, played. A, I think they played a after Warped we finish, we're we're putting on one of their videos. So oh you can no, see don't just, do oh, this. Yeah, oh, no, we have to just so you can really truly understand. Something lost the cable. Is it? I think it might be. If it sure. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> Wait, what? What's going on? Uh, that instrument cable right there. Belongs to Django and Bofa. Who's Bofa? Bofa, these nuts. Um, before that tangent happened, though, I was listening yeah, to yeah, Chemist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you were talking about something really fucking awesome, so please um, proceed. Chemist, uh, <laughs> I should have used that time to look up the actual album title. 
but it's something... Instead of just making exclamations about me listening to the word a lot. Instead. Oh, jeez. That. <laughs> that's that's what you sacrificed your time for. I did. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Little one-liners, you know? That's <laughs> what I'm here for. You're like Rihanna in Battleship. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, they just dropped a new album, and we've been listening to their album from 2015, uh, Absolution, and it's oh, just... It's just dope yeah is, you know it, it's good it's one of those bands i had uh i had definitely heard before and just totally slipped my mind because i probably listened to like 15 bands that day but holy shit dude it's like a little bit of a stoner doom and even post something Post something. It's not like quite metal. It's kind of metal. Yeah, it's definitely. It's. I would. I would say it's. It's kind of on along the lines of like stoner, but with fucking power metal riffs. Like the the fucking. There's those. The harmonies are incredible. The The guitar harmonies. Yeah, dude. For like a stoner band, it's not just the same. Like, I, is it's tough. Because sometimes I really like like things like Weed Eater, where it's just repetitious like constants, like the same thing a lot. Yeah, you could just listen to Sleep for ever then. Yeah, I mean, forty five minutes of the same riff. I've li- <laughs> <laughs> I've had I've had I've spent time with Sleep. And oh yeah, they're awesome. Acid Mother uh, uh, Acid Mother's Temple. Yeah, no. forty five thousand albums full of fucking psychedelic Probably craziness. Go- yeah, it's. It's it yeah. Like, About fifteen minutes into a track at work, I'm just like, stop. <laughs> I, dude, I downloaded their entire discography once, and I was like, how do they have like eighty albums? <laughs> that's they, just, fuck, that's, they just they just record every practice. They, oh. yeah, no, no, because when you play three notes per song, that leaves a lot well, of room they, for a lot of songs. So, they, so Acid Mother's Temple is actually a little bit more on the psychedelic side, so okay, like yeah. shit gets really out there, like yeah. Dude, if you, I thought you, my headphones were going out with yeah, some no. of the things they were doing. I'm like, this would be great for a trip. I saw them live. Or awful. It, was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just, dude, if you if it's not you, work music, if you listen to like two of their albums straight, your face will just literally melt off. I guess what I'm trying to like, I guess my point is like, this is work music, chemist. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there's enough going on yeah. here where it's still doomy and like sludgy kind of mm-hmm. but uh, there's like some variance and there's some catchiness yeah this is also um, like i the, can throw this on in the shop and not turn it down when customers come in right which is cool yeah but. uh the album uh name for the new album by the way is candlelight i don't know how i can forget how i can forget that it sounds like a fucking password candlelight like candlelight i thought it was absolution no, Absolution no. is the 2015 album. The 2016 Ooh. album is Candlelight. Word. Um, as of right now, I've only found it on SoundCloud. So, speaking of SoundCloud, I have a follow up to what you were about to say. Oh, well, oh, well before follow-up. before we get to that, um, the same the um the same article uh, talks about uh, a new supergroup. Uh, called Serpentine Serpentine Do- Dominion, Jesus, uh, former with members of Kill Switch Engage, Cannibal Corpse, and uh, the Black Dahlia Murder. 
This is uh, Serpentine Dominion, Jesus. Serpentine Dominion. Um, the, Jesus. The, I love. I just love whoever wrote the, the this article no because no. they said um, <laughs> they said uh, re- Serpentine Dominion released a new song. Not a huge fan of the name. I would have gone for Corpse Murder Engaged. <laughs> yeah. If I but, heard uh, the name, I think I touched this earlier. If I heard the name Serpentine Dominion when I was like fourteen yeah, or fifteen, I would be like, "Yeah!" Okay, oh, yell this time. Yeah. You were very excited earlier. Well, I, I don't want to. You know, I know Tom's yeah, listening yeah. on headphones. I don't want him to, you know, go deaf. <laughs> I do this enjoy knowing that I can make weird screen. noises in Tom's ear. So SoundCloud. SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yeah, bro. Also has yeah. Skeleton Witch's new album up. Seriously, <gasps> like the whole thing? Yes. Fuck. <gasps> I know uh, what I'm doing tonight. Okay. I'm uh. So saith. Metal injection. I uh, uh, Okay. I'm following them on Bandcamp, so I think it's uh this Friday is when I can purchase it. I so think, uh, I think Decibel also has a streaming <coughs> link. Possibly, a farm so that way when it hits, it'll be like, "Hey, hey, buy this." <laughs> okay, yeah. take my money. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. I'm pretty pumped about that album. Word. Yeah. Also, metal injection. I read a funny article from them, and I think that kind of tainted my opinion of the material. So they rated that new. Uh, let me rephrase that. Forty Winners released a new album okay. called Rotting Empire, and it's good. I was a little less than impressed after reading their fucking five out of ten review of it, but then I listened to this like about five or six tracks, and I realized I was doing that through my phone. So like if you're gonna if you're gonna listen to it, definitely listen to it um through speakers because I feel like that or headphones yeah the, the economic alternative to expensive speakers yeah I mean even your car I was doing it the dumbest way that that kind of didn't help yeah I Wait, mean did it sound good, it sound did it sound good in your car Oh no, I haven't done all that yet. Okay. Once I like once I just like once you guys got here and I kinda like took a second look at everything, I was changing my mind a lot. Um Yeah, 'cause I mean the the like I said, you know, you kinda mentioned that and as we were listening to it, like I was kinda like, I don't it sounds good to me, but you know, I'm also considering like the medium through which we're listening to it is you know not like crazy speakers like not something necessarily designed for the listening uh, especially of of heavier music Uh, I feel like if I go home and I listen to those through like my fucking Sony headphones it's gonna be a totally different experience yeah I have the XB500s the bass on that is fucking I mean I got these guys right here and I think that's what I'm gonna do later is give that another shot I yeah my impression after the TV is that, at the very worst, it's a follow-up to their last release. I really liked their re- last release, and I thought they were cool guys. Yeah, oh yeah, they were they awesome. they didn't call us back. 
Well, <laughs> uh, you know, it is what it is. No, I know. Shit, people are busy. Yeah. Um. But I really enjoyed the, you know, the demo they gave us and that album. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, God, that demo's still in my CD changer. It ruled. I mean, it was just so, like, intense. So, I, I'm i gonna have to give that other album another shot. But, like I said, even even now, at the worst, it's a, it's a follow-up. It's not bad. It's not like they took a, a turn or anything. It's more of the same. No, I don't know what I want. What's that? Kind of what I want. <laughs> I like what they have. I like, the, like, well, the, even, like you know, what they are. Even when I was like a little bit disappointed, I was like, eh, this is still fine. Like It's, it's not it's still good. bad. I was mostly worried about the mixing. Mm. I thought that the vocals were coming through a lot more than they should have, but that was coming through my phone. Now other bands have a better mix over a phone, so I can't mm. really judge it based off of that. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Alright. So, 40 winners. Check that shit out. It's called Rotting Empire. Rotting Empire. 40 cool fucking album title, too. I was too. just about to say. Yeah. That. Oh, the art was fucking sweet, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it is. So, Phil, what did what'd you listen to this week? Oh, all kinds of things. Yeah? Um... I've been watching a lot of old This Is Hardcore sets. Yeah. Because it's just... So accessible because of Hate Five Six. Thank you so much, Sonny. You have <laughs> you have no idea how much it means to all of us. Um, oh, yeah. Going back and watching all kinds of sets. Everything from fucking Wisdom and Chains to uh, Coke Bust, who played 2014, who I totally forgot about. They were fucking awesome. Um... <laughs> just really cool um a lot of true love um i liked them before and then seeing them live was just like that settled it for me like they fucking kill it um if you're into hardcore and you're familiar at all with bands like carry on um who i think is one of the most underrated fucking bands like ever um it's a very similar style so fucking awesome uh like i said bought two of their vinyls at this is hardcore and i'm not upset about it at all um oh what else have i listened to this week unfortunately the word alive um (laughs) you loved it oh god i gotta give it another listen fucking shoot myself Oh, dear God. I don't know if any of you guys have heard. I, I still like to listen to Preston and Steve in the mornings when I'm up for them. Uh, I just get a kick out of them. They're funny dudes. I, I, yeah, I've been listening to that morning show for like a decade now, so it's kind of nice to, to listen in every once in a while. But uh, I heard the MMR promo for, I guess it's the Green Day Tour that's coming around. Because they have a new song, because we fucking needed that. <laughs> um, dude, the MMR promo is referring to Green Day as the torchbearers of the punk aesthetic. No! Oh! No! If I oh. had a fucking... If I had a can of gasoline, I would have set myself on fire. <laughs> Wrong. You would show them a torch. <laughs> in protest. Um, 
I wish we had a soundboard like them and we could just go like, wrong, 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 wrong. Oh my god. How do, how do they get away with saying stuff like that? And you know, and I was talking with a friend about it because I was like, this is the fucking problem. Like, hey, you, there's, I, I hear mixed thoughts, mixed feelings on like their earlier work. Some people love it, some people are just nostalgic for it. Um, I couldn't care less. But, like, okay, fine, fine, Dookie was fine, it's fine, it's whatever, (laughs) but what did they do after that that was worth anyone's time? Nothing. Nothing. And just because they've been around so fucking long... They made money. Because they've been around for so fucking long and they just have refused to go away. <laughs> now, they're like Weezy. now they get treated like there's some sort of fucking icons. And it's like, dude, you don't you don't get to claim like fucking legend status for Either sucking for 20 years. Or live long enough to become the villain. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they've been the villain for me since uh, forever. But like uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'll tell you, I just spent four days at a fucking punk festival, and you know what no one was talking about? The fucking new Green Day album. <laughs> oh, there was someone talking about it. There was somebody. Um, there was one lonely soul there. Was like, I just, there was nobody here like Green Day. What, what's going on? Like, I... <laughs> it's that one lone green day kid at the fucking this is hardcore who's just lost <laughs> How that's a hard times article waiting to happen um yeah I just don't I don't get it I mean I guess really it's it's uh it's it's a pretty pure example of um of just appropriation essentially like the there's there's the actual punk culture subculture that's still fucking thriving and still very much alive, and then there's the media hot topic version of punk that uh, just has a louder voice, so the rest of the public thinks that's what the fuck punk is. Ugh. But I mean. Yeah, but I mean the count. Fuck them, they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, they are. At the end of the day. Yeah, but I mean like how, like all these people that are gonna have the perspective. Perception that don't know better weren't that interested in the first place. Uh, yeah, to, I mean, to an extent, there's definitely that, but then there's also gonna be a sold out concert full of people who do care. You know what I mean? When fucking Green Day comes around, that shit's gonna sell out real quick and it's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, well, I mean, the plebes like that. I mean, like people like what they want, <laughs> like the yeah, layman, like 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 people who aren't like there's that scene oh, is for man. the people who can't handle the fucking actual real punk scene. You're you're one uh, very Indianapolis fucking lecture away from calling people cucks. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, no, but you know what I mean like like that dude. People who aren't me like the a... people who don't have that natural attraction to it. To, to get into it and actually understand like the history of it and like, the, 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 things like that. The, like, you know, the shame of it is, I feel like if there's something, if there's something that draws you towards that, if there's something where you hear about something being punk and and it and it 
it tweaks you a little bit. You're like, oh, hey, let me check this out. Let me see what this is about. But you just, I feel like it, it, where at one point it may have been a stepping stone, now it's becoming like a wall. It's, it's like you hit this point and there's that and that's all you ever see. Because now, you know, because if, if you get, who, what are you going to, you going to go talk to the other Green Day fans, they're going to be like, oh yeah, man, you should totally listen to the fucking Offspring too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, you, That's nostalgia. That's pure nostalgia. That's what I can't You don't call to. it punk though. No. Oh, no. No. Yeah, right. Well, that's fine. I, again, I don't hate anyone for liking what they liking. It's just a matter but of. But that's part of the It's kind of strata. a semantics. I mean, I feel like there, there's always going to be those bands that are more popular and skew the definition of a genre. Like, Have you heard like, anything off the new Blink album? No, although I have thing. to admit I have a slight bit of interest simply because of... Um, Skiba? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, same here. I want to know if he has, like, a, uh, if he leads a song. I want to hear that. It, like, I personally don't like it because oh. I grew up oh, no. with like you know they I listen to like Blink-182 do they sound like do they sound like Blink they sound like Blink they sound like Blink from the self-titled Blink album where I just was kind of cashing out like I was still inter- like you know entertained by like Enemy of the State mm-hmm. um this was all before Metal and I knew better. I still like Blink. I have. Well, it's a nostalgia thing for me at this tattoo. point. Yeah. Anyway, getting <laughs> get to the point, it's just it's become not at all representative of what it was. So I mean, if anybody enjoys it for what it is now, that's that's their call. But I think it's, I think it's, I think it's exactly the same thing as far as Green Day. And I could see them both lining up a show as far as, you know, the modern punk legends and the upper strata would, you know, buy those tickets like crazy. I agree, but I do have at least one point of defense for Green Day, and that's that I believe it's Travis Barker has a Dag Nasty tattoo. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as I've never been a fan of their, of their music, those guys are actually aware of the culture that they're coming from. They're yeah. actually, like, they're fans. Like, uh, despite the fact that they may have moved into, like, this world of superstardom and moved way out of our fucking arena, um, those are due to, like, if I sat down and talked to them about all and the Descendants and Rites of Spring and Dag Nasty would know what the fuck I'm talking about. And that's kind of cool. And there's the possibility there that they'll at least, like potentially nudge some of their fans in that direction. But they're Whereas, both making but they're both like Travis Barker knows where he came from but is still kind of making a paycheck. Sure. I I'm not mad at that though. <laughs> like like I I recently had a thought on when I was thinking about stuff like Blank and Green Day and things like that like 
certain there are, there are certain bands where I can really only judge them for like the first like 10 15 years of their career because after a certain point I kind of think of it in the sense of they've been doing this thing for this amount of time in their life they really kind of can't go back to doing anything else so I mean they might well, as well make some money I mean money they've while got doing it. contracts with people that wouldn't let them say what they wanted to say so at this point I consider the upper strata performers yeah. Of a They're making money. performance yeah. that I'm not interested in attending anymore. You personally, Correct. right? No, I mean I've been to Blink concerts. Well, yeah, like, no, they but they but they, know, so I, they, so what they had to do they went and they found the new they found somebody who would listen. They found like a different profession well, that's, than I, writing the kind of music that yes for me is sure. uh, I agree with that yeah no they did like, I, they they're it, writing they're writing songs for different settings now they're writing songs for different crowds for different age groups now like they're and they're not the same age that they used to be so they're not going to be drawing from the same shit and not everybody's going to be comfortable showing their children like the things that we probably would yeah like like their dads now they're probably not they probably decided to cut back i'm just saying there's a large percentage of people that just still don't quite get where we come from yeah and i mean the, the thing is as far as um Oh, I just fucking blanked. God damn it. Uh, you were talking about something. Roll back a little bit. What the fuck did you... Uh... Uh, I can't judge a band by the... I judge a band by like the first 10, 15 years. Oh, right. They've been doing years. it so long. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I don't hate... As, as much as I might spew bile over everything, <laughs> that's who I am. Uh, I'm, I'm a very fucking hateful, bitter person. But realistically... Yeah, I'm a person. <laughs> yeah, I, um, there's a reason I have the arrogant bastard tattooed on me. But um, I, I don't actually hate these bands for being successful. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. I think where it comes from for me is the lack of sincerity about what you are be straightforward about it like as much as i fucking as much as i'm angry at davy havoc for claiming that afi was never a hardcore band at least he's not out there now still trying to promote them as a hardcore band whereas like these bands who are just playing pop rock are still out there calling themselves punk even if they want to call it pop punk which i I don't even want to get started on that whole fucking rant. Yeah, but what about, like, the 40 moms that are going to get all pumped up because they're going to a punk show? Like, they, well, what do you, what about them? I don't know. But don't they have... <laughs> I mean, how, many, how many... You were at This Is Hardcore with me. How many people did you see there with their kids with, with fucking... But that's what I... You know what I mean? That's what I was just uh, saying a second ago about, like, not everybody's gonna raise their kids like us they just don't quite get it maybe you're talking me into your point in the sense that like they should be so we shouldn't let this bullshit happen this is what because, I'm saying it, okay I think I get like you. like if you if you <laughs> if you truly came from this culture and you actually understand what it's about then yes you should be passing you're right job. if I saw like them take five finger death punch and butcher babies and like somebody else. And they called that, like, the revival of hardcore. I'd be... I'd be internally offended. There would would be an outrage. Uh, It would be almost as bad as when they made that Rick to Life cutout to throw into the pit at This Is Hardcore two (laughs) years ago. 
that's a whole long thing. If you want to know the story about Rick to Life, look into it yourselves. I'm not doing a um, fucking lesson for you. <laughs> I was going to say, something that upset me in that same way was, uh, years ago when my friends, he was into, like, uh, Imur and, like, that style of, uh, of music. Um, that's um, wow. So Imur, which is now literally just Frankie Palmieri. But it was Imur <laughs> was Imur was headlining the Trend Killer tour. No, it's Imur and, and Glass Cloud now. Wait, it's Imur and Glass Trend Cloud. Co? No, like that's that was the name of their tour. Okay. Was the Trend Killer tour? Uh-huh. Like that was the one of the most important information here is that uh, uh, of that time, like. And like I read that and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Sorry. Like you are the trend. Yeah, you are the trend. You're not the trend killer. You are. You yeah. are the hot topic piece of shit. Exactly. And Tony, the important information was that Tony Danza's members joined Amur in some fucking twisted <laughs> fate. Like one of my favorite bands is now part of one of the shittiest. And goes by the name of the shittiest. And goes by the name of the shittiest. Who boy? Oh no! It was like when um, uh, Mike Portnoy left Dream Theater to go play with Avenged Sevenfold. Like, is that what happened? <clears throat> I never paid enough happened. attention. Yeah. He at least for one yeah. album. Yeah. Uh, for for and it's, it was when the Rev died. Yeah. When their when their drummer died, uh, Portnoy came in and filled in on drums for the tour. And then when he tried to come back to Dream Theater, they were like, "Nope, we already replaced you." And I, then, but um. My whole my whole synopsis on that was basically Mike Portnoy decided that he just wanted to make four four his fucking ass slave for you ear, and that's exactly what he did. Because <laughs> yeah. if you wa- if you watch videos of it, it's almost disrespectful what he does to the ref song. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's fucking brutal. <laughs> um, so there's that. But were you about to say? I'm sorry. Uh, um, no, I, I will say at least where I can kind of see. Uh, that being a thing at least is like as much as I fucking hate them and the music they write there is definitely a pretty high level of musicianship in Avenged Sevenfold and I can't deny them that I disagree have you really? heard some of those leads? Yeah, I've seen too many live videos of them. Okay, well that's fair. I haven't, yeah. I haven't ever watched anything live. I just know that what's on I, record yeah. is, is technically all the way back I've seen, like 2008. I, they never got any better. I don't know, maybe sure, but like I, I've seen, I've, I've, I've seen like like they, I bought like a, a Guitar World magazine thing, and they used to come with like the CDs, yeah, Bloods and shit on. That one with Sinister Gates showing you like some of the lead parts, and it's like it's like he's drunk or something. It's just he's the sweeps are they're not like they sound on like I, okay, you know, I, you know, fair, fair. Like I I haven't done that not, much research into it. They're creative. I'll say that they're creative. They they have some pretty. Cool tone sometimes, like they're just not my thing. Though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't like, stand them, but I like yeah, their first album. Like they're they're decent musically. I, musically, I'm not gonna say they're not good. They're big. You could probably still no. play circles around me, but in the grand scheme of like Shredders and shit out there, fuck fuck Sinister Gates. <laughs> Even the okay. first album wasn't very impressive, like musically. Yeah, it was like your standard. It's like yeah. It like wanted to have some breakdowns. If you know, if you if you can do a sweep in Phrygian, I'm pretty sure you can probably learn. <laughs> I the, mean, the look, you still got it. I mean, I don't really. You're speaking words of me. 
You don't do theory much? Mm-mm. I want to, I just, my brain rejects Phrygian is the major scale played and ending on the third note. Yep. Cool. If Dora plays like me, all is lost. <laughs> <laughs> Ionian, Dorian, Phrygian... Wait, well, uh, say it again? If Dora plays like me, all is lost. Ah, I like <laughs> that. Yeah. Alright. So, so, so Ionian, Dorian, Phrygian... Lydian. Lydian, Mixolydian, Aeolian, and Locrian. L- Locrian. Yep. yep. You're talking about, like, uh, astrology, right? He's <laughs> talking about the steps of the, the modes. scale. Modes of the scale. Yeah. yeah. Just uh, um, but it, honestly, it sounds like that shit. Um, I thought it was it was funny. It was some movie where, like, the king's wife was named Dor- uh, not Dorian, uh, Aeolian. Really? So, yeah. I'd so. be I'd be like, are you named after music or after like a mayonnaise sauce? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I thought it was weird because Aeolian is the is the six, which is the minor scale. Yeah, and so it's like she's minor, she's lesser than. And I'm like, oh, it's hmm. kind of brutal. It's a beautiful name, but it means like you know, bitch, you're minor, <laughs> you're sad, <laughs> you are lesser. <laughs> um, whoo. Okay, so we went from talking about Green Day to the fucking modes. Um, yes. <sighs> Forgot you used to play. Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. Um, oh, I just went blank. Just went totally Whee! blank. Like, Honestly, nuclear um, brain fart. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? Anyone have anything interesting? Anything that we wanna? Um, I mean, we're, we'd be hello. We're kind of hello late, but I did have some things to say about say about the squad. Uh oh yeah yeah yeah. Fuck it. Let's, let's go. I haven't seen it yet, but um, Sinistar. Like, from okay. So going into the movie, I kind of clarify. Went, we're talking oh, about Suicide oh, Squad. Suicide Squad. They don't start checking till ten, right? <clears throat> ten or eleven. All right. Uh, going to going to su- saw Suicide Squad, and I saw it maybe like the the weekend after it came out. So I saw it after all the reviews came in, and after Rotten the whole Rotten Tomatoes thing, and after all the the Warner Brothers fan bros and shit, and and I kind of expected it to not necessarily live up to expectations. I expected like certain problems out of it. And going into it with that mindset, I actually came out of it came out of it like and I enjoyed myself. You know, it was it was actually it was a decent movie. Like, it was it was a, a fucking action movie. They had explosions. They had superhero feats of like spoiler quote unquote. There's just this one badass scene where like Deadshot's in prison. It's Will Smith, and they're like like recruiting him for the team. And so he had like, this table full of guns, and they're like, you know, like, you need to see if you can actually shoot. And so Deadshot, at first he thinks it's like, they're like fakes, and like he points the gun at the one guy, and everybody like freaks out. But basically he ends up shooting at the range, and all of the targets, he puts all of the bullets through the same hole on their heads. And he's like switching out from like different guns, and like putting hundreds and hundreds of bullets through like four holes. And mm-hmm. it's like the most awesome thing I've seen in a see- Like, like... To speed everybody up to our conversation earlier, so it's basically the Deadshot Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, honestly, yeah. 
if you like, because there, there, there is a lot of excess shit that kind of doesn't necessarily need to be there. So it's not really a good. No, 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 no. There's it's a lot of like, excess shit, but I mean, at the same, it, it's entertaining. It's the expendables if, with skins. More sure, like with different I mean, outfits on. I mean, all right. If 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 you're going into it with the legacy effect that this is, this takes place in like the world of Batman and superhero and Superman, and like you're going into it with the preservations of. These are these characters. These are how these are how are how I expect these characters to behave. You're probably going to be disappointed because they're not going to act in their traditional sense. Now, are you numbed to the fact that you've already seen all these other shit movies and like this just isn't all that bad in comparison? Sure, but I'm also I mean, I'm also going. I'm talking. I'm, we've I'm been going, going on a downhill deep. slant since Captain America. I'm going into it in the mindset of these movies are a different entity. These movies are not. Of the comic books, so I'm going. I'm watching them as movies, as their own thing, and seeing how they obey their own rules. And like we live in in the, in the, in this universe that they've created, you know, Batman, he kills people. He has no preservations against that. Um, Which is he fair will, when you he look will at jump the, you while you are out Batman. shopping for Christmas with your daughter. Like Batman doesn't necessarily. He's not the same Batman. Um, I I I think that's fair when you look at the early comics. I mean, it, at one point in the very early comics, oh, yeah. Batman just shot people. Yeah, yeah. he had a gun. <laughs> he had a gun. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. Shot this people. is true. Tom was so in the early, it was detective comics. Was so it was Golden like a noir Age? almost kind of thing. Golden Age Batman that had a gun? Or Silver Age? Golden or? Age. It, uh, they took away the gun for Silver Age, I believe. They had it for like two or three issues in the Golden Age. Only like two or three issues it in the Golden did, Age? Yeah, it didn't last very long. Okay. Mm. But, you but, know... Uh, Oh, it's his Tom. That's Thomas Wayne. Right? Flashpoint yeah, Batman is a very different yeah. Batman who uses a gun. Yes. Okay. But um. But either yeah. way, I you know there are certain things I'm fine with about it all, and I, certain things I'm not. And the, I, like, I've I've I haven't seen Suicide Squad yet, so I don't want to prejudge. Um, I finally saw Batman versus Superman. You all heard my feelings that on that because that was stinky garbage. Literally one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen in my fucking life. And there there was like it's a shame because there was I I thought uh I found Ben Affleck surprising. Yeah. I, I didn't hate him as Bruce Wayne. Like at all. That had good parts. Like there uh, there like, were moments. I, I did like uh, the, a comparison with of Suicide Squad to Bat Superman, sorry to cut you off. No good. Like, like um like the most accurate one I can think of is like Suicide Squad by comparison is a better movie, but the high points of Suicide Squad aren't necessarily as good as the high points of Batman versus Superman. One of one of the things I like not so much um as, as a certain moment, but I did see what they were going for with how they made Batman see Superman as such a negative force. Mm-hmm. I thought they did alright with that, but like overall, oh my god, what a The other way around plot. was kind of hard to, to, to actually pull off like Batman Superman seeing Batman as something he needs yeah, to Yeah, all it seemed that like all it seemed plenty. like was that Superman was a jealous asshole who wanted to be the only person saving people. That's exactly how it felt. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> how it felt. Um and like like I that movie I hate just because of the obvious shift in acts where it's like cuz like up until up until Lex Luthor and Superman had that whole scene on the roof 
the movie is total shit. It's garbage. It's boring. It's slow. They're throwing shit, dense shit at you and not explaining anything. Then they get to this part <laughs> where, where Jesse Eisenberg's on the roof with Superman and he explains the entire movie. He explains the whole plot to you. And then it gets interesting. And then, like, they actually start doing superhero comic book shit. And, like... Did you give Frank his wallet back? <laughs> <laughs> did not. I didn't want to forget. Like, I think I probably uh, got pulled over. And that would have been a whole mess. After after having finally seen it, um, if anyone's familiar with internet personality Maddox, uh, <laughs> writer of the Alphabet of Manliness, and um, oh, what's the other one? But he's the. He does the best page in the universe. He d- yes, he's been doing. He's been running the best page in the universe since like fucking ninety five, um, and hasn't <laughs> Game, updated son. a single thing about the website, which is say, awesome. Does he still not uh, do banner ads? Or oh, not at all. No, yeah. never. Um, whew, excuse me, but he did a wonderful review of Batman vs Superman that I found hysterical without having seen the movie. Uh, having seen it now, <laughs> just go watch his review. He nailed it. Nail on the fucking head. I'm not gonna lie. This whole time, what I've mainly been thinking about is when he said about Bat- original Batman having a gun. <laughs> Imagine him just going through every villain he's ever had in one day. Just poof, oh, oh, that's easy. Oh man. Oh my god. I feel just good. <laughs> sobbing, crying. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Okay. He's blasting every supervillain defeated in less than 24 hours one of, gun. one of my more controversial opinions about uh, Suicide Squad is the fact that I actually did uh, Leto Joker grew on me and I'm probably I might be alone in that I, I've heard that from a couple people but uh, just I, I've actually heard he one makes of, sense for the world that they created one of the complaints I've heard was just that there wasn't enough of him he was, yeah. he was on screen for maybe like seven minutes but I've heard total. that his portrayal yeah because he's not really a character in the movie yeah. he just happens to cross their path same thing, at some point honestly that's spoilers same thing with Batman same thing with the, the Flash they, they're in the movie but like, They're not other than you and Tom, you know. All the negative reviews that I've heard or read, they do say the same things you guys said as far as the Joker being good, Harley yeah. Quinn being fairly good. Um, but except for the obvious reshoots and transitions that are just dope. I even now am on board with some of the tattoos and the grill, um, <laughs> because it makes sense for this Joker. It, it, the worst thing about like the Joker and the movie are, is still. Yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, that's probably the... the but... Alright, so... Like, I, I understand the, I understand them is more of really what it is. It's not necessarily that it's okay, but it's... I understand why they did that. Like, like... My um, only question is, who's giving the Joker tattoos? Who the fuck? Well, somebody. He's gonna... He's the Joker. He's gonna get somebody. To I, I know, it just... Can you imagine being his tattoo artist? I mean, honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't like like but a like, more traditional Joker would just have one of his minions do it. Exactly. Okay, so so okay, so pretty much in. This is a reach for me. Joker walks into your parlor. You're gonna tattoo me. What are you gonna say? 
Yeah. Fuck well, it. that Joker? Really Get the yeah. fuck out of my store, you asshole. <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you? Because <laughs> he doesn't look like the uh, like the ominous like don't fuck with me. All right. So that, so, so I didn't see the movie. I'm just a, saying. Yeah, but this is a like, reach based for me. Off this of, is like, a reach for me. Um, I'm gonna. The, like in the comics there is a bit where if I'm not mistaken Tom you can probably fact check me here where Batman uh, he basically asked the Mobius chair uh, who the Joker is Mobius chair tells him there's three Jokers you don't find that out initially but you essentially find out that there it's are not three in the movie. it's not in the movie but okay but check this out I, this, this is my reach here's my reach so the, the, the one of the popular theories on who the three Jokers are is that it's the three Jokers we've had throughout the ages. So you have the Golden and Silver Age Joker, who's the prankster, who doesn't necessarily cause mass havoc and chaos, but he just causes, like, he does, he'll do pranks and rob banks and shit like that. Then you have the Crime Lord I'm Joker. I'm most familiar with Mark Hamill. Yeah, I don't know okay, where he so, falls. So, so then you have the Crime he, Lord he, Joker. He re- yeah, okay, Crime Lord. Okay. You have the Crime Lord Joker. Right. It's the Mark Hamill Joker, the Jack Nicholson Joker. Um, and and that's the the Joker where he's he still has his gags and pranks, but he's he's a little bit more of a threat now. He's a little bit more menacing. He's, Jack Nicholson's uh, still my favorite Joker. The crime Lord he was Joker good. Is more the Golden Age Joker. The Silver Age Joker is more the prankster Joker. Because okay. That's when they started to bring him back on comics. So the Silver Age Joker is the prankster the modern, Joker. The modern Joker is the is psychopath. The psychopath. Yes, and that's the one that everyone like nowadays has just become accustomed to because. Because uh, Heath Ledger, I feel like Heath Ledger really made that aspect of the as Joker the as the psychopath very, very popular. Because like, e- even the, the animated series Joker, the Mark Hamill Joker, like he, well, he, he was he was the psychopath, the yeah, but joke. he was still he was a criminal. The killing joke minions. made that happen. This is also true. Yeah, the killing joke is was the beginning. The killing joke is early in the modern era. Junk adjusted. Yeah. Ugh. Which is like in the nineties. But um. I, I basically um, what I'm seeing in this just I'm still reaching here I'm seeing a return to the crime lord joker I'm seeing a return to to but it's it's a modernized version of the guy this guy is, is so this, like the G version of the sure, crime lord sure he, 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 he's got some he's got some tattoos his mementos of shit that's going on like he's probably he, this is a joker who's run into Batman before so he has the t- fucking um, knife through a batarang on his arm I, uh, he has he has a dead robin on his arm over here uh, his his teeth. He's probably got the shit kicked out of him by Batman. How many times his teeth are mangled? So he has like fake gold teeth. Honestly, he's a flashy I, motherfucker. Dude, his grill is specifically from the he, he takes after he killed Robin. He looks like straight up. I buy it. He looks like they went through deviant art. Sure. <laughs> for his well, costume. This, this Joker I might not be as cultured just... as, as some of the other Jokers Jokers we've had. It's the sure, most, but... like, artistic, fartsy fucking bullshit. Like, I kind of just figured they watched that boy. Stitches video. I don't hate Joker. him, the actor, for no. the record. I just don't. No, I, but, no, but the tattoos make sense for the world that he's in. He's, he's This Joker probably does drugs. Who knows? Yeah, the only tattoo that offends me is the damaged one. Yeah. Like, he, even, he, even he, the fucking... He the little J here he, he 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 has like the big smile on his hand. It was corny as shit when he did a scene where he, like he put it over his own mouth. What's okay. the word you use? No chill. No like, chill. It wasn't a deviation. It was a straight up just like reinterpretation, which I, is fine, sure. but be upfront. I can forgive the damaged tattoo if I pretend it's in reference to the Black Flag album. <laughs> I think one of the one of the reaches that I've heard for its explanation is in the Killing Joke when he shoots Barbara Gordon. I think he refers to her as damaged, so it might have something to do with that. 
I don't know. <laughs> that that was just a reach I had heard somebody made. Um, but but he he, he the, the the smile on his hand was corny when he did that. But then he did a part where he put it over somebody else's mouth. And I'm like, that's something the Joker would do. I'm gonna put a smile on you, kind of thing. Like, yeah. You know, like um. Let's see. And as far as like not being scary and menacing, sure he really he really wasn't necessarily scary, but he did have a sense of. When the, he means business, when he means business, I would need to see again. I need to see it. Yeah. I don't because yeah, that's the thing. Even with the with the Jack Nicholson Joker, and I think a lot of people haven't seen the those movies in quite a while exactly. because they have this memory of him being very cartoonish, which is true, but it's also what made it so fucking dark. Like the the shit oh, he yeah. did was dark. He mm-hmm. was a dark fucking Joker. Uh, I mean, like. Yeah. It's it's really <laughs> fucked to death. I mean, the dude takes over the goddamn city at one point, yeah. and like fucking points a huge fucking like twenty foot barreled six shooter yeah. at Batman, like which was hilarious because like, he just pulls that out of his pants like you expect like a normal gun. Which is why, which is why you gotta want to give this Joker more time because he because he's only had seven minutes screen time to try and build up the reputation of like the get you the feeling that he is the Joker yeah, yeah, where yeah. other Jokers have usually been given an entire movie you to set themselves up exactly there was nothing in, there was nothing to really base it off of and from what I've heard from whatever I haven't seen the deleted scenes myself but I've heard that people say that there are scenes with him and Harley Quinn that got cut that really like kind of delve into like how fucked up their relationship it, really is it sounds like he straight up beats her in the scenes that they filmed yeah, it it sounds like this movie got lost somewhere along the way because I remember it seeing. Lost after yes. I, I remember seeing the first trailers and thinking this looks fucking awesome, and I liked the fact that they were giving a lot of fucking screen time to, to like we we've been seeing uh, more inclusivity with with these characters now and for it to for. Harley Quinn to be one of like the focal points of the movie, I thought was fucking awesome. Yeah, I love that idea. There was even talk of like, essentially like an all female squad mm-hmm. coming later down the line, which uh, was like uh, uh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. I think that that like that because in the comic books they're basically fucking like lovers at this point. So yeah, like, I mean that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see that. I just hope that this getting so diluted doesn't fuck all of that up and that what comes in the future they're, is better yeah yes i i feel like they're 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 definitely borrowing from a lot of different inspirations and it's coming off wrong uh because there are too many cooks in the kitchen that's what it sounds like man um i mean i think if there's obvious transitions if the reshoot scenes are obvious because of inconsistencies in the film that's next to unforgivable yeah but it, I, I mean I could believe that there was something good in the beginning it really seems like there was it does and it also seems like like last minute they decided to jump over to guardians because even the even the fucking even the cast seemed like what you well, know, they seemed like they had like a lot of fun. I mean, doing what they did. Well, that and just the cast itself, I thought was pretty fucking incredible. Yeah, like, like the act, the acting in the movie really is kind of what saves it, honestly, because like, like if Except if for one part in the third act, just say that. Yeah, 
We'll talk about that one later, I guess. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, no, I don't know. There, the there chance. are a few parts. There are totally a few parts. Like the 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 final resolution of everything kind of got under my skin. Like like they're the just fluff characters bothered me. Um, if it wasn't for Harley Quinn, kind of doing a convincing crazy chick and Will Smith pulling off a a, a very like sympathetic dead uh, dead shot. And and Diablo, El Diablo. I forget the actor's name. That motherfucker stole the show. It's so didn't give a fuck about him in the beginning of the movie. By the end of it, it was awesome. I don't need details, and this may even be a controversial statement because I seem to be in the minority whenever I mention this. However, uh, I've always felt that the alteration to the ending of the Watchmen used in the movie, which was otherwise a fairly solid representation of the graphic novel uh, I thought it was a fucking travesty is it is it I'm not I wasn't too offended by it because like a giant octopus isn't gonna translate well to a giant movie audience well fuck the movie audience this is the Watchmen yeah, we're talking about you're handling a hundred plus million dollars I don't give a fuck you said this that is the Watchmen we're end, talking about make it appealing to be able to make that money back you said that, that the end True End features a giant octopus. Yeah. Because yes. nobody could hear you over there. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, yeah, have you read Watchmen? No. I will lend it to you. You should. Okay. It's pretty wonderful. I'm, okay. That's a good book. I, I'm in the middle of, like, The Invisibles and Sandman and... You never finished The Invisibles? Eat my ass. I, I someone borrowed <laughs> like and lost a bunch of them. Be glad to though. Oh yeah, I'll lend that to you until. Have he's you guys all read The Invisibles? No, no. That's a. I my my reading list is one. is out of control. I've got about twelve fucking books that are just sitting there waiting for me right now. So. Yeah, all right, Frank. Yeah, well, I think is. we're getting to our destination. Yeah, I think we're. Uh, yeah, we're. We are. Um. Not only have we arrived at our destination, but but it is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies.